All right, we're live. We're back. Woo, 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 we're back in black. We made it through 2020, you guys. God, I did not think we were going to, honestly. (laughs) But against all odds, here we are. I know, and we have like 20 more days until the year gets even better. I know. And you know what? We're, I don't know exactly where, but we're somewhere near our one year anniversary with this podcast too. Oh, wow. Bucky. I feel like, I feel like we started it last January. I could tell I, you. I could look it up on, on uh, Spotify right now. Oh, you. sure. Hold on. It's in my favorite podcast. Of course it is. Oh, <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I say hello. I'm Elisa. I'm Jess. I'm EJ. And we we're social, we're social disease. disease. That <laughs> was pretty smooth. Yeah. <laughs> we're mean, in three different time zones. That was <laughs> that, that was the smoothest it's it's been, really. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty good, honestly. All right, like, we're really honestly super talented. First episode was January eighth that it came out on Spotify. Okay. Shit, so we are a year old. Woo-hoo. Wow. Not only have we made it through an entire season, we've made it through an entire year of podcasting. Woo, well, you guys have. I jumped on somewhere in the middle there. You did, but, like, you've been listening since the beginning. You were, like, our number one diehard fan when we had no fans. We still have no fans, but, like, you were you were it. So I hear we have some more snake tweets. <gasps> yes. Should we do the snake tweets before we start the episode? Hell yeah. It's a, it's a good it's a good way to put us in a good frame of mind. None of these have anything to do with Degrassi. They're just Stefan Broker being fucking funny. Um, <laughs> all right. On uh, I think it I think this was on what's today the third yeah so this was on the the first of January he tweets guys 2021. Doesn't it feel amazing? We're all cured. <laughs> We're all cured. <laughs> um, and on December 23rd, it's almost Christmas Eve during one of the most difficult years of our lives. And I just realized as I really watch it for the first time in my life, the Golden Girls love to fuck. <laughs> oh my God. It's so true. <laughs> I love okay. him. I love him too. He's he's definitely uh definitely worth a follow on the Twitter if you guys use it. Uh, he's at Stefan Brogren. So follow follow Snake, the patron saint of Degrassi. Um, <clears throat> and then there's three fourths of the way through Bridgerton. I truly enjoy it, but I'm glad I don't have kids and I would have four <laughs> kids that I would have forced to watch it and then have to explain humping. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's all I've got. Just I love it. Very nice. Just little nuggets of wisdom from Snake. Snake is a good good fella. I'm glad we're all cured though. Yeah. I know. 2021, we're all cured. Thank you, Snake, for curing COVID. And happy new year, by the way, both of you. Happy, oh, yeah, happy new year. year. It is and the first holiday. time. And happy holidays. It's the first time we're recording in 2021. Hell yeah. It doesn't feel real yet. 
I know. I'm still kind of like in shock from 2020. Yeah, I don't feel like it's going to feel real for at least a month. I feel like around the time that Biden gets um, inaugurated, we'll be like, okay, it's 2021 now. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably, we'll probably be like halfway into 2022 before I'm ready for it, ready for, ready to acknowledge that 2020 is over. Well, it's been a long, hard one. Yes. That's what she said. It, it is. <laughs> don't laugh at that. I don't deserve that. <laughs> no, that does deserve a laugh because I I've been watching The Office almost nonstop because it was going to leave Netflix. So oh, yeah, been hearing that's what she said for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, this episode, what is um. The, the fun fact. I know there's only one. Yeah, so there's only one fun fact this week. So we are doing... Let me see if I can pull it back up. Karma Chameleon is our episode today. And it originally aired... Originally aired Canada October 13th and then US October 21st. 2002 so they there's no longer that one year gap in between um they're just all they're airing like a week apart from each other now and then of course the episode title karma chameleon is the culture club song um and then there's only one fun fact this week and it is this it is the first appearance of three characters ellie kendra and miss hatsalakos Yay! Miss Hot Sauce. The the blonde teacher? Yes. Yep. First, but definitely not the last, we'll see of Miss Hot Sauce. No, very much no. I didn't know that that was her nickname. Yeah, they, (laughs) later on, they're all like, oh, she's the hot teacher, so they have to give her, like, a hot teacher nickname. Even now, like watching this as an adult I'm like she looks like a mom like there's like a zero percent chance that I would look at her and be like what a babe no that's actually very true she's I never thought she was like hot you know I know cis boys are different they're a different breed I guess I guess can we please talk speaking of cis boys can we talk about Toby's like antics in this episode. Oh my god, Toby. Toby, Toby, Toby. So he he loves this girl. Toby's (laughs) storyline was that he started seeing quote unquote this girl, Kendra, who loves anime also. And this is the first that we're hearing, by the way, of Toby loving anime. And I feel like a real anime fan. We would have known that already about him. It, this the episode kind of presupposes that like anime is a new thing that just came on the scene, which is interesting. Um, it did, and I point, didn't think that was true. No, it's not. At this point in two thousand, okay. So I went to my first anime convention at I was probably twelve in two thousand one, um, and this was two thousand two. So, and that was. That was like I was into it enough to fucking go to a convention. Like, yeah, so, so it had to be out for a few years already. <laughs> it had been around 
it was just, you know, it's, it's the, the uh, Gen Xers writing these episodes who were like, what are they doing now? Japanese Um, But I, I like, I like the, the use of the phrase started seeing Kendra because he literally saw her like twice <laughs> and, then decided, and then decided that they were in love. So, right, he, he bumped his big old head into the wall because he was so in love with her. Yeah, pretty for well, and notice how how easily now he's gotten over Emma. Oh yeah, she's she's persona non grata because now that there's this this cute nerdy girl uh, on the scene, he's you know he has a chance with Kendra, except yeah. that she's. Skippy's younger sister. Oh, Skippy. And he's very angry that Toby is her choice. And I would be too. Yeah, right? fuck that. I would be like, excuse me, you want to date who? <laughs> Can you not date literally anyone else? You're cute, Kendra. You don't have to settle. Fine. Like, I bet you there's other cute boys who like anime. I don't know. That that That's a... That's a pretty, pretty narrow wellspring there. It's just uh, my memory serves. <laughs> well, there's other boys who like anime. I'm sure there are. <laughs> this is a pretty, pretty, uh, you know, um, multicultural school. So there's got to be at least somebody from where I grew up in America, where everybody was obsessed with anime. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I say America, but, like, I obviously mean the United States. <laughs> um, so, so what did we think about uh, Skippy suddenly having a an adopted younger sister? I thought that it was kind of sweet, but, you know, it was a surprise for sure. I didn't think that he had that uh, capacity of love in him. <laughs> I liked it. I I feel like it gives it gives Spinner like more depth as a character. Like now he's got this sister that he is protecting. Yeah. And honestly, I would absolutely protect Kendra from Toby as well if I were her older sibling. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. I would be like, um, I'm gonna beat you up. <laughs> I'd be like, I will literally kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if you think about it too, Spinner's only real interaction with Toby has been with Toby acting like a dumbass. So, like, of course he's going to be a little bit like, oh, I don't know if I want you around my sister because, like, didn't wasn't the last real interaction that Spinner and Toby had together when they were collecting those chip cans? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god. The worst side plot ever. The worst side plot, the most boring side plot ever. <laughs> Where they didn't even succeed. Yeah, and then at the end they were like, oh, what does a spade look like? <laughs> I want I want to be 12. That sounds really relaxing. <laughs> I know, right? Like your biggest problem is your biggest problem is like what do playing cards look like? uh but uh you know Degrassi's about to go there uh as as we found out in this episode I think Alicia you called it a spicy one 
Oh yeah. It's a species spicy one. It's very, very hot. Um, because I mean, Jimmy calls Ashley a slut. (gasps) I know. Like what I felt like when he said that I have a lot to say about Jimmy calling Ashley a slut, but I felt like when he said that it was very like, he didn't even know what he was really saying. He just wanted to like upset her. Yeah. Yeah. Wanted to hurt her feelings really bad. But like he did it. I almost jumped on the call and said, Hey sluts, but then I decided not to. (laughs) (laughs) I would have I mean I would have laughed too. In that context it's hilarious, but (laughs) so Okay, so speaking of, of Ashley being a quote-unquote slut, um, I, okay, I have a lot of feelings about this because from an adult perspective, if this were an adult relationship and Jimmy and Ashley had broken up and she started seeing somebody else but also trying to, like, reconcile things with her ex who she knows that she hurt, I think her dating somebody else would be completely, like, fine. But because they're, like, 14 years old and... They don't know anything and are assholes. This is like the worst thing she could have done. But yeah, because she like when she talked to Jimmy, I didn't get the vibe that she was trying to get back together with him. I got the vibe that she wanted to be friends because she was like, yeah, Toby misses you. Like you should come over. Like, I don't know. I feel like though, if I was a 14 year old boy, I'd be like, we're getting back together. Yeah, I would too. I, I don't know. I think it's like the whole like my mom misses you. Like all of that is just like I see where Jimmy would have thought that that she was trying to get back with him. And uh, so I get it. Also, I love that Paige is just like sus from the start. And it's just like she's just being an she's just being Ashley, which is with, <laughs> this is our, our first encounter with Ashley being Ashley, really. But she yeah, she she fucking does this. <laughs> Yeah. And I like how Ashley was like, I should have apologized months ago. It's like, bitch, yeah, you should have. Like, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe she that. didn't apologize. I know. That. I, I was like completely like blown away. I was like, no wonder they don't want to fucking talk to you. You didn't even apologize. Like, you, you shit. You didn't even say sorry. Come on. Yeah. And she's just like so excited. She's like at this revelation. I should have apologized before. Like, I like gee, how yeah. that revelation and then she uses it to be fucking mean to Terry, which is Yeah. <sighs> Poor Ashley. Terry. And she has to like make this tough decision and like no matter who she would have chose, like she would have lost friends. God. Poor Terry. Terry. She always yeah. is stuck in a bad position. I, I low key think she made the right decision though. Um, because not necessarily for like the sake of her popularity or whatever, but because like Ashley is pretty flaky and shitty and like she, this isn't the first time she's said something shitty to Terry about how boys don't like her either. So that's true. I'm like, you know what? You can either hang out with a group where yeah, Paige is shitty and Paige is like that as well. But like, uh, you know, at least she's not constantly negging you. And, you know, if, if she gets out of line, there's Hazel who will call her out on it, which is pretty great. I really enjoyed Hazel being like, are you the only sane one or the only threatened one? I was like, ooh, <laughs> Hazel, 
Get her. <laughs> yeah, Hazel's great. Hazel is great. She's she's an underutilized character for sure. She is an underutilized character. They could do so much more with Hazel. For sure. And then um so like speaking of Paige being super upset about all of this, I like how Paige was really the least affected by everything that Ashley did. Like she called her a hag, but like Paige calls everyone else worse things all the time. So I don't think she really had a leg to stand on there because, like, yeah, she called you a hag, but Terry stayed after the sleepover and helped her clean up after her drug-fueled shenanigans. Like, if anybody has the right to be angry, it should be Terry, I would think. But nope, Paige. Terry's, like, Terry's used to the abuse, though, and, like, Paige can dish it out, but she can't take it. That's true. Yeah. Poor Paige. She's so, like, single-dimensional at this point. <laughs> yeah, all they had for Paige was, like, Queen Bee. She's a dick. That's her whole personality. I can't wait until she's more than that. Yeah, you, it's it's pretty good. Um, what else happened in this episode? So I was super wrong when I said that I didn't think that Sean and Craig ever interacted again after that first episode where they chilled because apparently that oh, was Oh yeah, because the they they again talked in this one. Yeah, yeah, acting like they're BFFs. I completely forgot about this, I guess. I blocked it out of my mind. Well, and you know <laughs> what I forgot about too was Ashley and Sean having more interaction after the party. Too. I completely forgot about this, but I think this is it. Like, I'm pretty sure that this is the last time they, like, talk. Because, you know, Sean was basically like, whatever. I don't understand that you're going through something, and I'm going to be mad about it. Yeah. Yeah, he was kind of shitty about that. Yeah, he's a boy. He's a a young boy. I mean, she was kind of shitty about things, too. But I think the shittiest people in this situation were all the men in this episode, really. And by men, I mean, you know, 14-year-old boys. There, there was a lot of, uh, like, tacit conversations about ownership of young women, which I wasn't comfortable with. Like, yeah. even in the B-plot, like, Spinner being like, you stay away from my sister. And it's like, bro, she's, she's a, her own person. And also... You know, as far as harmless dudes go, Toby Isaacs is probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's going to realize eventually that she's way better than him and break up with him anyway, I'm sure. Like, he's a fine, he's a fine choice for a first boyfriend for Kendra. Yeah, he's safe. Um, but then, like, Jimmy being like, stay away from my girl. And it's like, yeah. you, talk- you have not talked to Ashley in, like, three months. Like, she's not your girl. She after just, like, one conversation her. with, um, after one conversation between Jimmy and Ashley, he's like, she's my girl, you stay away, yeah. Also, she spent half of your relationship trying to break up with you, so True maybe, too. I think. I, like, it does not make me miss middle school, but also, I wasn't nearly this drama-filled in middle school, were you guys? Um, I felt like there definitely was drama, but I don't feel like it was, like, daily, like, it isn't a grassy. <laughs> like, I feel like there was points where it's like, okay, everyone's getting along, 
but I, I definitely remember there being like a lot of drama. Like I remember I asked out this boy and like the whole day everyone was like up in arms. Like all the girls were like with me and all the boys were with that guy and he said yes. And then he changed his mind and he said no. And it was like a whole deal. It was like a whole fucking deal. Jeez. So I remember there being like drama. But I, oh, oh, and this girl called me a bitch. And I remember <gasps> the day was like a whole deal. There was a whole deal, a whole day. Because Why did she call you a bitch? No idea, man. Oh my God. Like still to this day, I couldn't tell you. And she added me on Facebook, like after we became adults. And I was like, who do you think you are? <laughs> you called me a bitch in middle school. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I feel that. I don't think anybody ever called me a bitch besides like my friends in middle school. Yeah, I don't like middle school. I don't think was like too like the same kind of drama that there is in Degrassi. Like I feel like Degrassi drama is more grown up. I feel like in middle school, yeah. the drama was way less grown up. Yeah. yeah it, it, I remember getting picked on on the bus uh, when I was in, I had to have been like sixth, seventh grade. And um, it was this kid and I actually had the same bully. Like this, we were both bullied by the same dude. And then like on this one day, my bully decided to be buddy buddy with this guy and try to get him to bully me. And he, you know, trying to keep from being bullied, did it. And so I smacked the shit out of him with my backpack. And uh, he went home and told his mom. And then his mom called my mom and made me call him and apologize. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, hey, why did you tell your mom, you fucking narc? <laughs> <laughs> that is so ridiculous. Why would he tell his mom? I don't know children and that's See, like that's that's yeah, more the middle school drama that i'm familiar yeah. with but i think degrassi gets that right sometimes um with like kids being over their heads in drama that they kind of can't deal with and so they're like uh i have to call my mom <laughs> like uh i think mostly with like the the seventh now eighth graders toby jt and emma and manny like they have a lot of stuff that they're like eh. This is this might be a little uh, too adult for us to deal with on our own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think we saw we saw that partially last week with yeah. um, Emma and the dance. Poor Emma. She was a bitch in that episode. But poor Emma. Yeah, I will always be on Emma's team, even when she's a bitch. That's fine. Somebody's got to be. I'm. <laughs> I'm team Manny 150% all the time. This episode had a striking lack of Manny, which was. I wrote that down to bring up. I was like, we didn't hear from Manny at all this episode. Yeah, Emma had one quippy line, and that was basically it. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, because she Over they were Craig. like, hi, Craig. Oh, wait, no, there's, yeah, there was, there was the part where she dunked on Toby for not talking to Kendra and then the part where she dunked on Toby for liking anime. So <laughs> I was I was pretty pro Emma in this episode as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then so what did uh Elisa, what did you think of Ellie? Did you notice her enough? 
Ellie, she was the one with like the pigtails, right? Yeah. Yeah, I liked her. She had an attitude. Yeah, she's got an attitude. <laughs> I love her. I love her already. Get ready. She's the best. She's pretty great. I love Ellie. I identified with Ellie a lot when I was watching this as a teen. Oh, yeah. She seems like the one with the angst. I feel like I'm going to definitely be like, this was me in high school. Yeah, she's like, definitely got the angst. Yeah, if we had to, okay, so if we had to describe my style in, like, middle school, high school, it would definitely be a combination of Terry and Ellie, because I wanted to be goth so bad, but they didn't make goth clothes for fat girls, <laughs> so I ended up being kind of, like, pseudo-goth, and uh, that part where Terry and Ashley are picking clothes for Ashley for picture day in her room, and Terry's wearing a bandana over her whole head, that was definitely a young EJ look. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, I totally feel that too. Like I had a phase where I wore bandanas like every fucking day. It's Bandana a, phase. It's a good phase. It was uh I I don't have any of those bandanas anymore and I wish I did. I had like a collection. Did you Ooh, have like bedazzled and- ones and everything? I tried to, I think, like, I really wanted to be cool and hardcore, so all of mine had, like, skulls and crossbones on them, like I was a tiny biker. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but do you guys remember they had those, um, they weren't bandanas, but they were, like, bandana adjacent. They were, like, headbands that you could Oh, with the bandana thing on them. Yeah, and it had, like, a little bandana flap on them. I had, yeah. uh, I had one of those that I got from, I don't know, Claire's, and it had, like, some... Chinese character on it that I didn't know what it was, but I wore that to death. Speaking of Claire's, I was in CVS the other day, and Claire's now has little displays of like Claire's jewelry and shit in CVS. No way, really? Yeah, I was like, wow, Claire's has kind of gone downhill. That's weird. They have their own strike. I don't know. Maybe they're they're trying to make some uh, some moves since people aren't going to malls anymore. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. But I just I thought it was really weird because it was like it wasn't just like a brand or anything. It literally was like Claire's the store logo, and then there was like it was just like a display of like the little plastic jewelry that they usually have there but I don't know it was really weird I was just like I was walking by and I was just like what in the but I'm in I'm in CVS like (laughs) (laughs) this is not the mall please leave me alone Claire's serious (laughs) if I wanted to get my ears pierced I'd let you know (laughs) and I'd go to a piercer because uh, and then I'd go to a piercer yeah Claire's is not the place for them to punch holes in your body because yikes bikes that's a oof, that's a staph infection nightmare yeah. yeah did did either of you ever get a piercing at claire's yeah i got my my ears pierced at claire's when i was 12 12 or 13 i did too yeah. when i was like 12 all of my piercings let's see both of my nose piercings were at actual piercing places my second ear piercings were done in my dorm room with a cup of ice from Wendy's and <laughs> a sewing needle. Cool. 
<laughs> and uh, I, my roommate pierced my ear into a nail buffing sponge. It was very good. That sounds very safe. It's not, yeah, that sounds, sounds very college. You, you know, Izzy always wanting to punch holes in me. Of course, I got a I got a stick and poke tattoo in my dorm room one night after we had all had way too much peppermint schnapps. Like it's CSF. <laughs> who who by who who gave you a stick and poke tattoo? Do you remember Len? Yes. Len. No way. Yeah. <laughs> the coolest person we went to school with, who nobody hung out with for some reason. I know, I know. They were in a couple of my classes, but other than that, like, that was the only social time I ever had with them. Yeah, I didn't become, like, really good friends with him until, like, after we graduated, and then we turns out that we have a lot in common, and I was like, damn it. That's really cool. I could have hung out with you this whole time. Well, and the funny thing, too, is, like, the couple of, like, you remember my first year there when we were still a regular school with, like, clubs and shit? Yeah. Uh, I met him at the, like, the gay club, whatever that was called, like, the Rainbow Alliance or whatever the fuck it was called, um, and so, like, that's how I met him, but then we never hung out, except for that one time when he gave me a tattoo and we were all drunk, and, uh, him and Sam, the welder guy. I remember that guy. Sam, the, Sam, the guy that was always hanging out in... Uh, the barracks welding things. Wearing a trench coat, yeah. Yes, yeah. So them, <laughs> them two, the two of them. Uh, he brought the he brought the peppermint schnapps, and then when we were all nice and drunk, I was like, I want to get a tattoo, and so we went and found a needle and some India ink down the hall because it was CSF, and someone always has the needle in India ink. And then <laughs> art school was good. Len gave me a tattoo, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we ever, I don't think they ever uh, get into stick and poke tattoos on, on Degrassi. That's like one of those those teenage experiences that you, that they never got into. I know. Bummer. They do a little bit with like Ashley wanting to get her belly button pierced. I forgot about that. <gasps> oh my God. Yes. That's going to happen. I think yeah. every teenage girl has that twinge that that twinge in the moment where it's like "Hmm, maybe I should get my belly button pierced yeah I think you're right because even I felt that twinge and like I hate my belly I would never like show it off and I was like I want my belly button pierced oh my gosh I pierced my own belly button at summer camp you did yeah oh my gosh with a safety pin Good God. There's okay, there's no reason why our generation has survived. <laughs> uh, we're all depressed. Uh, it's sticking true. holes like, in ourselves. We're all, just, we're all just a big fat mess. I don't really uh, We're still alive by sheer force of will. It's out of spite at this point. I can't believe sometimes I look back at some of the things that I have done and I'm just like, I can't believe that I am as okay as I am. <laughs> I know. I, I'm always shocked. I'm not on heroin. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I, I am so surprised. I'm not like sprawled out in some like dilapidated house. 
it's just, gonna happen one of these days it's gonna be you and me Elisa we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna like go off the deep end I know yeah. we need a meltdown Jess wrote a book about that so I did I did speaking yeah speaking of dying in dilapidated houses from heroin overdose that exact yeah. thing happened in Jess's book <laughs> Very. it did Sometimes oh, I can't believe I wrote an entire book. <laughs> Same here. Oh, yeah, you did too, huh? I yeah. haven't done that. Someday I will. You will, and then I'll edit it, and then we'll publish it, and it'll be great. What if I wrote a book that was just Degrassi fan fiction? Then I would edit it, and then we'll publish it, and it'll be great. <laughs> That's true love right there. <laughs> Well, you know, after Fifty Shades of Grey got published, and that was just Twilight fan fiction. So that's true. true. Extremely true. I think fan fiction disguised well enough. I mean, I, I don't even have to think it. We, we've seen it. Fan fiction disguised well enough can become a bestseller. Yep. It's true. Do we have anything else to say about this episode? <laughs> well, I have my it goes there moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah, we got to do our it goes there moment. I think I know what yours is. But you probably ahead. do. Um, mine was Jimmy calling Ashley a slut. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. I also really liked Ashley crying through her picture. Yeah, oh, that and the guy so just being sad. like, oh, smile, smile. He said, you're too pretty to have a frown. I was like, like I want to oh, be. Oh, fuck you. off. Yeah, she, you don't know what she's going through. But, uh, yeah, so this is this episode kind of uh, started, like, I, I already didn't, like, wasn't crazy about Ashley. But this episode made me really, like, start to really dislike Ashley. Um, and I think it's just going to gonna ramp up from there yeah yeah she seems like she's going downhill don't she's worry just, she's going down a different path is all she's going down a cool path honestly she's going down the path that i would go down yeah, yeah. so ej what's your it goes there moment or is it the same as ours yeah, um, I would say uh, the don't talk to me slut was like, oh, like the delivery was just like, mm, chef's kiss, so bad. Like, yikes, bikes, if, it's just so brutal. But I like that she didn't immediately shrink from that. She was like, what did you just call me? And I was like, yes, get him. But then he was like, hey, you're a slut. And she's like, oh, shit, you're right. So <laughs> <laughs> it was, I mean, like, <laughs> I love that they're just such babies and they're all virgins and he's like, you're a slut. I know, like, what does that even mean to them? <laughs> I don't well, know. He said it meant cheating. So I was yeah, like... he said it meant a girl uh, that cheats on her boyfriend. Yeah, so I was like, uh, okay, like, I understand where you're getting this, but no. But that's yeah. not what it means, little buddy. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, James Brooks. James Brooks. And he's uh, he's a famous rapper now. 
Yeah, you can call people a slut for a living. Yeah, he does though, huh? Mm. I don't know, probably. <laughs> uh any other any other thoughts on this very good episode? Not for so. me. All right. Well, then we should wrap it up. Say uh follow us uh on Instagram at social disease pod. Yes. Go look at my drawings. Yes, go look at Jess's drawings. They're beautiful. <laughs> And listen to all of our episodes. Leave feedback, likes, five yeah, stars. Five stars or whatever. Yeah. We're not very wanna... like. We're not what? I was just going to say, we don't sound very enthusiastic about getting people to listen. <laughs> uh... I mean, here's the thing we're going to keep recording this podcast, whether we have listeners or not, because the Grassy is the best show on television. It's true. And, like, honestly, at this point, it feels a little like an endurance sport. Like, we just have to make it to the end. It's true. And uh, I, I have this really fun conversation with people every once in a while. Where they're like, hey, what are you doing on Sunday morning or Saturday morning? I'm like, oh, I'm recording my, my podcast that I do with my friends. Oh, what's your podcast about? Um, well. Grassy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about a teenage... Um, soap opera from canada yeah usually i'm like well it's about uh degrassi the next generation they're like oh that that uh canadian soap opera yep that's that's the one yep that one yeah the one with drake exactly (laughs) yeah that's how people know it now is it's either the one with drake or the one with the girl from the vampire diaries oh yeah i forgot that Nina Dobra was in it at some point or the girl from 90210 oh yeah Man, a lot of people left this show to go do other shows. Oh, and have either of you watched that show, um, Nurses, on Hulu? No. So there's a new show. There's only, like, a couple episodes out so far. I think, like, two. Um, But Sav is on it. Elisa doesn't know who Sav is yet, but EJ will. Sav's such a babe. Oh, yeah. Also, I was watching the fourth season of Rick and Morty, and do you know who is a voice on Rick and Morty? Who? One Manuela Santos, <gasps> a.k.a. Cassie Steele. Really? Interesting. Yeah. I saw her name in the credits, and I was like, what the fuck? And I immediately like rewound and rewatched the entire episode. I was like, hell yes, Cassie Steele. Oh, that's cool. She rules. Also, her uh, Cassie Steele's TikTok is a gift from heaven. And is it? I'm going to go follow her. her. She's so fucking funny. She and Stefan Bergen are just like getting me through the pandemic. And did you know that Spike and Caitlin are like DJs now? Who isn't a oh, DJ? <laughs> like together? So Spike and Caitlin are DJs. Liberty's a DJ. Oh, yeah, Liberty is a DJ, too. Damn. Like but she's like an uptight narc DJ. Why? Okay, so there's a, a big market for DJs in Toronto, I guess? There must be. That's, yeah, we should have gone to art school in Canada, Jess. Yeah, I know. But then, like, we may never have met each other if we had gone to different schools or whatever. Well, if we had gone to Degrassi School of Art and Design, we would have been... That's true. <laughs> 
Degrassi Community School of Art Design. It was really just an oversight on our part not going there. Very true. All right, so are we are we finito for the week? Yeah, I guess we're good. All right, well, love you all, and we'll talk again next week. Happy all right. Year. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.